Hi guys, in this show we're looking at Midler, Gandolfini, Lindo, Faria, DeVito, Russo, Hackman and Travolta. In this show we're looking at 1995's Get Shorty. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Planty and I'm Chilly. <laughs> Hiya and I'm, I'm John, I'm the other guy and I'm Willy. <laughs> we want Chilly Willy! <laughs> How are you mate? I'm alright buddy, it's uh, really it's blazing hot in Scotland just now so I'm not used to it. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm roasty burning. toasty down here as well mate, it's burning, fantastic. Burning. That's crazy. 20, 21 degrees, and I was stuck in the house doing uh, doing an assessment. Ooh, <laughs> taps off, taps yeah, off. Yeah, t- taps in, in this house. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I hope we uh, passed. Pass. Yeah, so to, uh, to, to, get, uh, to, to get away from the heat, uh, uh, we, uh, we, we, we picked something chilly. Well, we didn't pick something chilly, did we? Uh, yep. This is our very first ever patron's choice. Uh, we yeah. had a number of films, any of which I would have rather watched over this pile of fucking guff. <laughs> it's, it's not the best, is it? I've and they, they no. made us pay, didn't they? they, they boy, really did. did they make us pay. We could have had FX, Edward, Bowfinger, mm-hmm. but instead, John, what did we end up watching? <laughs> 1995's Get Shorty. Now, I don't know about you, mate. I'm not ungrateful that people are giving us a quid so that they can make us uh, watch films that we don't really want to watch, right? Yeah, dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this one uh, this one isn't what I was... Uh, this one isn't the film I hoped it was. Yeah. I knew I'd seen I mean, it years ago, but now mm-hmm. I was kind of like... There was a, there yes. was a lot better stuff in 1995. I'll tell you that right now. Oh well, do 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 share. Well, mate, do share. if if our patrons would like to get one back, um, you'd need to go back to 1995's seven episode to see what the films were. So, oh, a seven 1995. Yeah, 1995. Wow. Yeah, 1995. Oh well, grand. <laughs> um, you lot know what this is. We watch a film. We uh, we we try and. Uh, Come up with a hundred things. Good luck this week. I think I know, Jesus. it's. Uh, I, I was trying to get to uh, last week's episode on uh, House on Haunted Hill. Um, but yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to make us pay, then we're going to do a different film every month that you can choose as a patron. All you need to do is give us a quid. Uh, we'll get a quid from you, and you will get to pick a film, and we will give you a shout out at the end of the episode. John, we've got seventeen people to shout out this week. Okay. That's- Numbers are coming in. Insults are plenty. I have got nice things to say about people. I have got shit to promote. It is good. It is great. <laughs> I'm loving it. And I'm currently bathing in 17 pound coins. Ooh, get Scrooge McDuck right in about that pill. <laughs> Scrooge McQuan. You're right. Okay. So the film starts Chili Palmer. Okay, so Chili is talking to his mate. I think this guy was called Tommy or something. I, I yeah, kind of didn't that, quite is get that his... never in that. Yeah, it's a hey, it's like that. a wee rat. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, Chili Palmer was who though? Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. John right. Travolta. I, I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there. Early doors. Travolta's career was reignited by Tarantino. Oh, right? without a doubt, yep. because. 
Vincent Vega is brilliant character, and he plays it extremely yeah, well. Greasy definitely. drug addict twat, right out yeah. of the clink. Chili Palmer is not half as well written. No, and nah. he's not half as well played. And here's my theory on this one: I think because he's in the film too much. At least with Vincent Vega. You've got like what, maybe six or seven scenes. Yeah, it's chopped up through yeah. different scenarios. Yeah, but in this, he's in almost everything. everything. And he's not a great actor. Yeah, and this is not like his, his gimmick is this whole look at me, look at me, and it's just Disney does. Yeah, just so yeah, okay. But yeah, no, 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 my, no, my cup of tea. But so hey. his his mate Tom, whatever he's called, I have got it written here somewhere. Complains that it's uh, it's only thirty four degrees Fahrenheit, and I was like. Uh, Son, that's red hot, right? I don't care what you're saying. He says, that's freezing, right? Yeah. Now, freezing, John, of course, is below zero. Yep. Uh, 34 degrees Fahrenheit in proper, sorry, Americans, in proper is one degree. What? So it's not freezing. Uh, Mm. Why must films lie to us, John? They really do. Why must they lie? Uh, But I looked up the coldest month in Miami. Which averages uh, from around about uh, is it sixty three, yeah, Fahrenheit and seventy six Fahrenheit, which is seventeen to twenty four degrees an hour. Money. Okay, fantastic. Good. Twenty four degrees. Oh, you say January. you looked it up. Did you just message Josh Wilson? No. <laughs> <laughs> I could have though. <laughs> you could have though. You saved yourself loads of time and got a though. big long fucking wall of text <laughs> from our friend and patron Josh Wilson. Chili mentions that they're closing down this cinema. He wants mm-hmm. his boss, Momo, to buy it and let him run it, right? Uh, he's going to just... I'm just going to show old Cagney movies. Can I, right, okay. So, arguably, at this time, when this film was being made, people would have still gone to the cinema to watch old James Cagney films. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, because this was 95, of course, so let's say Cagney films are kind of like 50s and 60s. Now I'm thinking... We're 30-odd years down the line, almost, well, we're what, 20, 27 years down the line for this one. Mm-hmm. So would people be going to the cinema to watch Get Shorty instead? I'm going to put on old <laughs> that. Barry Sonnenfeld films. We're yeah. going to go and watch The Addams Family. We're going to go watch <laughs> Addams Family Values. We're going to go and watch Men in Black, Men in Black. 1 and 3, but maybe not 2. Uh, that Addams Family Values, I've said before, is a great film. That's good, isn't it? There's a lot going on in that. Yeah, there's a lot. lot that. Yeah, John Kuzak is amazing, isn't it? She, 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 she's never looked better, either. Oh, yes. Yes, I'll give you that. Yeah, anyway. More Festa. <laughs> <laughs> It's when he comes out in in that turtleneck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. grinning with the oven gloves with the muffins on. Oh. Man, that's such a good role. Anyway, overcomes Ray Bones, our favourite. Dennis oh, Farina. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I. fucking P. No. Just a quick reminder that Dennis Farina uh, is, uh, is 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 especially famous in uh, in cinema. For being farinaed, as we call it, <laughs> at the uh, at the Oscars, wasn't he? Yeah. They they didn't mention him when he died. Sorry, that, that's so right. fuck the Academy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Fuck the Academy. He's, he's been in. Uh, in fairness, he was pigeonholed by the end of his career, but he was really, really good. I like this. Yeah, this yeah, gangster. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to England. (laughs) 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 We will go back to that. We we will, that second episode that we were going to do on Snatch, and it just didn't work. Yeah. I think we'd find out more from Snatch than we did from this. Definitely. Although I'd probably have to go and interview some some travellers. See how that works out for me. He comes over and he's like, Chili Palmer, it's chilly inside and it's chilly outside. It's a real chilly fest. I'm like, what a fucking arsehole it Ray really Bones is. is. Uh, <laughs> as he's leaving, Chili goes to get his coat. It's black leather jacket, uh, like Pacino wore in Serpico. Uh, Al Pacino is 82 years old now. Uh, starred in 65 films to date. His first was 1969, called Me, Natalie age 29. Uh, apparently he loves opera. I discovered about him, but I had no idea. Uh, I love the opera. <laughs> it, he's got three children. <laughs> his first was born when he was 50, and his twins were born when he was 61, Jesus. with stunning Beverly D'Angelo. Whoa. I wouldn't mind coal mining her daughter. That's it doesn't nothing. really work, and That's actually it. probably would end up with me getting locked up. I'm not <laughs> <to> that. <laughs> yeah, well, she was a treat for the eyes, wasn't she? Yeah. He started as a stand-up comic. Oh, what is the thing about the airline food? <laughs> Can you imagine what they stand up? What's with the tiny little packets of peanuts? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, real name, Alfredo James Pacino. Of fucking course. Of course he's named after pasta. Yeah. Uh, Serpico, uh, 1973 biographical crime film um, detailing Frank Serpico's struggle with corruption within the New York police, uh, which is why we always hear about uh, grassing police officers being called Serpico. <laughs> In films, yeah. like, we've heard that quite a bit. Haven't we? But they, they, they're still Police's doing that. Serpico, it's still a my. reference. Yeah. Uh, he was a whistleblower. A budget of 3.3 million, box office of 23.4 million dollars. Uh, premiered on TV 1975, wasn't released on VHS until 91, and DVD released in 2002, along with every other film. Everything yeah. seemed to come out in 2002. Everything was digitized and slapped on a desk, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. He mentions, Chili mentions that this coat was from. This coat was from Alexander's. My ex wife bought it me from Alexander's. Not a real clothes shop. Boom. Or if it was a real clothes shop, I can't find anything on it on the internet. Anyway, uh, apparently the guy's like, oh, no, well, we gave it to Mr. Bones. What? (laughs) Yeah, because he's a really good customer. And it was (laughs) chilly out. The fucking hell is this restaurant? What is going on here? (laughs) Uh, So so he goes to Ray Bones' house. (laughs) As he answers the door, it breaks his nose. Oh, the good punch on it. Brilliant, yeah. Um, Is this Richie's Barbershop a little bit later on? And we learn that this is where Chili has his office in the back of this room. Mm-hmm. Ray Bones walking through <laughs> these old boys that run the shop at the front and go, it's a warning. It's like a really shit for like early warning system. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he walks in and Chili <laughs> Chili shoots him between the eyes. What was this? A pellet gun or something? I was trying to figure out what this was. Yeah, it was about. It was. <sighs> I, I thought it was a water PPK. Yeah. Because it's quite small. Like the Bond? Yeah, like the Bond. Yeah, yeah, but there is a water PPK in it. Is one of, but but Disney, Disney tell me what, what one it was. Because they had a few of them. There was an EMT backup, which is quite a small gun. But I couldn't mm-hmm. have, I can't decide what one was the water PPK and which was the EMT. 
Oh, the AMT was probably the one that Ray Bones uses later on. The little, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he he, okay. he calls he calls it the WAP nine. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus, that was. I was kind of fuck. Can you say that? <laughs> and he, he he shoots him and he goes running out, <laughs> fucking like a curl, doesn't he? <laughs> With his metal pattern. Yeah. <laughs> He ends up this wee scar on his head. Uh, I thought it was like that comic Crossed. Did you ever read that in the nineties? The no. really grim comic about the uh, like the zombie disease, which instead of turning people into zombies, turns people into sex mad murdering maniacs. That was a phone, wasn't it? Not this. They must have done it in their phone because I've sort of seen yeah, something like Cro- that. I think Crossed is one of those things that they'll never make. You always say that, and we said that about the boys. Uh, I almost mm. expected the next scene for him to be fucking a dolphin's blowhole as he stabbed it to death. <laughs> you, you've got to have a look at those. They're edgy as fuck, or at least they were in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> in the next scene, we meet Momo, who's the boss in Brooklyn. <laughs> this massive, big Italian guy. Yeah. Killing himself, heading up these stairs of this warehouse, a bit like me, trying to go up the stairs. Um, opens the door, and it's a surprise party. It's like, surprise! Yeah. <laughs> kills over Momo dead. Kills over dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed that this Momo wasn't that Japanese creepy bird woman sculpture. Do you remember that was a thing that it was like all the scummy mummies were like, "Oh, you've got to get it banned." The Momo challenge. People are dying. Kids are dying after they see the video. It's not a thing. Where did you even hear that? You idiots! It's no the ring. Dying at surprise parties, John. (laughs) Scared to death. Uh, They believe that there's a thing. Scientists believe there's a thing called stress cardiomyopathy probably butchered that, uh, triggered by sudden surge in stress hormones, which cuts blood flow to the heart muscle. Ooh. So it does happen. Scared to death. Surprise! <laughs> and we get the titles, which go on for fucking ages, by the way. Yeah. The music read, of this is shocking. Wasn't it? I was, I was watching it, I realised I could have fast-forwarded it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I watched it the second time, yes, <gasps> listeners, I watched this a second time. Um, I did fast-forward through that. I was like, yeah, I've saved myself two and a half minutes. Yeah, I can do it twice. Once was <laughs> enough for me. So the guy, Tommy's reading this article, he says he's never going to bed again because most people die in their beds. So he's never going to sleep in his bed again. What are you going to do? I'm just going to sleep in my recliner. 12% of US residents die in their sleep each year. It didn't well, say how what percent died in recliners. Sadly. <laughs> That's a fair yeah. whack, isn't it? 12%? That's it's not enough, point. I would argue. You really? It's not enough, yeah. All the Supreme Court justices, please. I don't want to die in my bed. Killed a lot of them. I want to die in somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> The old, the old classic gag, isn't it? Uh, my grandfather died peacefully in his sleep, uh, which wasn't the same to be said for the thirty people on the bus he was driving. <laughs> the old, the old, old ones are the best ones, except they're yeah. not, are they? New jokes are much funnier. Ray Bones comes in, and this thug guy he's with, like this guy's big, huge, honking guy, but uh, says, says us to his throat, doesn't he? Yeah, Bones is in charge now. Because uh, Momo's dead. <laughs> Chili's like, look, you can do much better than him. And the guy says, no, really, I can't. Unless you speak Spanish in this town. <laughs> and I did laugh a lot at that one. <laughs> I did thought that was a really good line. Um, so we learn Chili is a lone shark. Lone yep. shark. Oh, that's yeah, Lone yep. Star. A lone shark or a Shylock, they are the same thing. Yeah, I got um, it. Shylock, of course, was the name of the main character in Merchant of Venice, yeah. uh, Shakespeare. 
the hard-handed moneylender. Yeah, yeah. And, the relentless and, and vengeful. <laughs> they are, yeah, and they are usually uh, Shylock specifically is is a really un uncaring, ununderstanding Jewish stereotype. Uh, is supposed to be in yeah. those. It is. It's grim. The Merchant of Venice is fucking. Awful. Well, a lot of. I mean, if if I have to defend Shakespeare in any way, which I don't particularly want to, uh, it was hundreds of years ago. So you know, I guess times have changed. Anyway, I'm not saying that that's acceptable. I am. I must have typed in wrong because when I first typed in Shylock to see what it actually was, it came up with a picture of Julian Sands and then realised I must have typed in Warlock or it must have corrected it to Warlock. <laughs> and I just remembered Richard D. Grant was in it. Blew my mind. Oh, that's a film we should do. That's <laughs> yeah, a good film. Uh, yeah. Better film. Definitely. I'm glad you did I'm glad you didn't type in Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. I, oh. Robert Downey Jr.? Oh Jesus, no. Americanised it. The usual, mm. dumbed it down. Yeah, Bones has a list of people that he owes, and Chili's one of them. He said, "Look, you know, you owe you you owe me now. Whoever's on your list, you owe me their money." The person they're looking for died in a plane crash. Now, I thought this was the best bit of the film, right? Yeah. This this whole thing around the guy in the plane crash. Uh, Momo's dead, which means everything he has belongs to Jimmy Cap, including you. E.g., I own you. Chili explains he means IE because EG is short for example, not ergo. <laughs> Which I thought was good and a good fact because I always get those mixed up. Yeah, true. <laughs> EG, IE, fuck you. <laughs> Jimmy Bones. And I liked that. I liked that. Um, he explains Chili owes the guy's debt and to get on it. He's got three days. If he doesn't sort it within three days, who knows? So Chili goes to see Faye, the wife of the dead guy. Yeah. Turns out he didn't have life insurance. I wish he really was dead. He's a son of a bitch. Right, wait, hang on. What do you mean you wish he was really dead? We've got our first twist. What the fuck's happening here? Chili heads to Vegas. Turns out the guy's been in Vegas. The casino he shows the casino owner a picture. Yeah. And the guy says, "Yeah, he was here. He ended up basically touching up a uh, a waitress. So we we flew him out of there to LA." I'm like, that's re- that's really good, you mm-hmm. know. You, back, I don't know. Back in the old days, they would have just uh, buried him in the desert. Wouldn't yeah, they? yeah. But at least they got him out of there. I know. <laughs> they got Joe cement. Pesci to go and bury him in the desert, <laughs> or get him some cement boots. <laughs> uh, the owner asked Chili when if he's going to LA to look in on a movie producer that owes him one hundred and fifty thousand pounds dollars. Harry Zim. I'm kind of like, okay. Oh, Artie Zim. That's what I thought. <laughs> Artie Zim. My wandering hands. <laughs> Marge, it would hurt the town <laughs> to know. <laughs> In LA, Chili's getting dropped off for this Cadillac. Oh, <laughs> one I, oh, before that, and the, yeah. see those flashes and flashes of um, Las Vegas. Yes. And one of the things I noticed, I didn't realise there was a thing, there was a, a flash-up of like um, signs or signage, and one of them was called the El Portal Theatre. Okay. So I'd seen it, I've seen it a few times, but it turns out it was a theatre that was built in June, 21st of June, 1928. Um, it was the first building in Las Vegas to install air conditioning. 
Oh, wow. It was remodeled back in 1961 and it closed in the late 70s and became El Porto Gift Shop, shit gift shop and it served Indian arts and crafts. There you go. Okay, fantastic. So that, next time you see El Porto, you go, what? By the way, I didn't see that in either of my watches. So he's picking up this thing. Uh, he says, I'd ask for a Cadillac. <laughs> She's like, that. this is the Cadillac of minivans. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I like that line. <laughs> Uh, the Oldsmobile minivans are in early this year. Yeah, it was a nineteen eighty four Oldsmobile silhouette. Yeah, fantastic did you get that? spot. I did not. No, well done. Word. <laughs> um, it's late. Uh, Harry Zim is at Karen Flores's house. Right, Karen Flores, Rennie Russo. Yep. Harry Zim, Gene Hackman. Good actor, any Gene Hackman. He's a good, good Two Oscars proper. to his name, yeah, you know, yeah. Gene Retired Hackman. now, but yeah, he's a good actor. Do you know what he's doing now? He's a novelist. He's writing books about the uh, about the Civil War. <laughs> what he is. <laughs> Why not? Is. Don't know if they're any good. Uh, me and regular listener and uh, friend of the show, Ian, uh, keep saying we're going to buy one. <laughs> we, ne- we never, never have. Do. Yeah. We never have. Yeah, he's a novelist. God, I've got a pile of books that... Fucking size of my arm, so I wouldn't do that. Uh, winner of Best Actor for Popeye Doyle in The French Connection. Best Supporting Actor in Unforgiven. Ooh, that's a good film, isn't it? Good, yeah. It's a brilliant Did film. Did he get anything for Superman? Consider. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Luthor? A hairpiece. <laughs> he did. Of hairpiece great. Brilliant in those, by the way. Oh, it's fantastic. The, the thing about this was, I read... I was just reading random articles and there was an article that said he didn't want to be Harry Zimp because he didn't think he was funny enough. And it took me straight back mm-hmm. to the Superman films. Yeah. He's funny as fucking though. Yeah, yeah. He's re- I don't think he realises how funny he is. He's one of those people that I think tries to play it straight. Yeah. But at the last come, the last come, but I thought he was funny as hell in this. I, my least favourite, I'm the only person that says this, my least favourite um, of those films, the the very style over substance director whose name I always forget uh, is the uh, the Royal Tenenbaums where he plays Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, is it Wes? Wes. Yeah. God. It's not the, guy, it's the guy that did the uh, Event Horizon, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Wes Anderson. Yeah. So he uh, Royal Tenenbaums is is just the one I like the least. I think I maybe need to watch it again. I think it's because Fanny Candles in it. Oh, really? Do you know what? I can't, yeah. I only want to see her head in a box. I don't want to see her <laughs> moping around the thing. But uh, he's ben funny Stiller's in that. that. Ben Stiller's in that, isn't he? Ben Stiller's in that. Ben, yeah. Stiller's that. ben Stiller was in this. Got Did you see it? that? Yeah, yeah. Ben Stiller's in it, and his whole role was cut out of this. Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. Listen, that's seamless. How do we manage that? Well done. Yeah. Seamless. Always a link. Always a link. Yeah, seamless. The whole thing. Yeah, he was meant to be a, a young director talking to yeah. uh, Harry Zim. But at Denny Flo. Is that why they took it out? I didn't yeah, yeah, it just says it in the floor in the farm, so they just mm. took it all out. It's a shame. So that's all of our Gene Hatman stuff. Renny Russo, you know her. She's Thor's mam, Frigga. <laughs> yeah, Frigga. Uh, and um, the love interest in Lethal Weapon 3. She is the love interest in Lethal Weapon 3. And Lethal Weapon 4, which I don't remember a fucking second of. Yeah, and Jet Li's in it. That's it. That's Jet Li is in it. Chris Rock is in it? Question mark. Yeah, he's in a couple. Joe Pesci's back in it. So, ah, Leo gets. Ah, well, Leo wants. Leo gets. Piss <laughs> off. 
uh, whatever, whatever. My God, it's such an obnoxious fucking role for him. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, he gets he gets up. He's getting out of bed. Do you notice? He's like, we need to get that pool cleaned. Yeah. Uh, I was looking that up, but obviously it's quite it's quite a it's quite an expensive thing to do because it costs around per visit thirty four dollars just for somebody to skim your pool. Just for skimming, just not for, for skimming else. the pool. No, not for anything. Do that else. yourself, man. I know. I was like, just get off your ass. He's, skim it yourself. He's ten bucks. I'll do that. It's fine. I know. Absolutely. That's enough for. Just, just give me an old just about net. Give me an old tadpole net, and I'll be in a bit. Fantastic. Renny Russo went to school with Ron Howard, who later directed her in Ransom. Oh, happy that? days. Mel Gibson film. Do you remember? Mel Gibson. Are you allowed to say that on here? No, I'm not allowed to say that. Prick. Um, (laughs) We will do Lethal Weapon, though. We'll do Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because if we don't do it soon, we'll be too old for that shit. Exactly. Uh, She's married to the guy who wrote the screenplay to Real Steel. Do you remember that? That's the one where Wolverine's got the robots. So it doesn't be boy. Yeah, you know that's based on Rock'em Sock'em Robots. (laughs) <laughs> that, yeah, you know, like they bought from I want to say Hasbro, whoever the the cinema, the theater, the, Hasbro whoever, bought Evan. Yeah, they 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 bought that and Battleships. Oh. Battleship, Battleship is ten years old this year. Oh, and I, was gonna, I can't I was right. remember. No, the game, the game is. I've been playing it. the game forever, but yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, film. It's, it's a very forgettable film, isn't it? Jesus, Aliens. It doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway, she was cast. Against Keaton in Batman Forever. And when Keaton dropped out, replaced by Kilmer, she was replaced by Kidman because she was too old to be uh, to play up against Kilmer. Oh, really? Which is fucking bullshit. Do you know that Hollywood is... and its mm. fucking anti-female agenda, man? Uh, that's, that's poor. Fuck that's that. Poor. I, know, I know, listeners, she's not going to shag me. It's <laughs> not what I'm in it for. It's not what I'm in it for. Oh, anyway, let's get back to this fucking train wreck of a film. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it. Yeah. Uh, The TV's on downstairs. Harry heads down, even though he doesn't want to, basically. And Chili's watching Letterman. Fucking Letterman, man. That's a a thing. Um, Letterman ran from 1993 to 2015. Jesus. 4,261 episodes. It frightens Harry by turning the TV off. <laughs> you almost gave me a heart attack. Do you know what to do when when you give someone a heart attack? Well, John, luckily for you, I know what to have, what to do if you. Give there we go. A <laughs> Public information. Get a deep breath. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. We're just helping people out. We're a public service. <laughs> if someone's having a heart attack, the NHS tells you to one call nine nine nine, two get them to chew on an aspirin. Oh. Uh, and three, stay with them until the ambulance arrives. Uh, four, if you're told by the person at the end of the phone to give a cardiac massage, to explain how to do it. But, John, I already know because I paid attention to that Vinnie Jones advert from a few years ago. <laughs> do you remember? He's like, ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. You've got to do it to the beat of staying alive by the Bee Gees. That's brilliant, isn't it? It's fantastic. Don't do it to the beat of the cover, though, uh, by Alvin and the Chipmunks. Otherwise, you'll kill a man. Ah, uh, that's uh, that's that's too much. He'll end up counts uh, shaking him to death. Chili explains he's got a marker with the casino. A marker is like a line of credit, John. Yep. So a marker is what you what you get if you've got a um, 
uh, if you've got a line of credit. So they check your bank account, they make sure it's all right, and it's like an interest-free loan. It's a pretty yeah. good way of doing it. But you do you really want these people having access to your bank accounts? I know. It's crazy. Isn't Robert it? De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely crazy. These wise guys. Zim explains he's going to pay in 100 days, uh, but he wants to get this film made. Uh, Chili's got an idea for a movie, and Karen appears and they explain the story. They kind of explain the story. So it's about the dry cleaner who owes a Shylock $1,500. He leaves town, but the plane that he's on has got a mechanical fault. So he gets off of the plane to get a few kind of straighteners in it. Yeah, <laughs> final then, destination. Yeah, I've got this. Final destination ripped this off yep. good style. Yeah, yeah, Because totally. the plane crashes while he's not there. And for the remainder of the film, Tony Todd's chasing him throughout the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stifler as well, try to help him. <laughs> yeah, don't go near a train track, mate. You'll be all right. So his wife discovers his clothes in the wreckage. Uh, yep. The airline give her a settlement. What they decide he would have earned from running this dry cleaner for the rest of his life, $300,000. Hmm. She cashes it and he runs off to Vegas with it. So this is where we'd mentioned earlier on that she said, I really wish you were dead. So this yeah. is based on something that really happened. Uh, he then heads off to LA and Zim says, that's half a film. You need a leading lady. You've got to have a protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen says, look, that's a real thing. That really happened. It's been on the news for fucking months. And you, you're the Shylock. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you got me dead to rights. Yeah. Uh, Zim says, look, have you ever been arrested? He said, I've been picked up for racketeering. <laughs> but I've never been processed. Racketeering John Oxford Dictionary calls dishonest and fraudulent business dealings. Oofed. Such as extortion, money laundering, and coercion. God. It's like you. You get coerced into this <laughs> podcast every week. Exactly, and you get all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, he drags me back I in mean. again. <laughs> <laughs> so is that like politicians in? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of fucking racketeering <laughs> going on there, mate. Cronyism. Yeah. We're at LAX now. Sweet dreams, my LAX. God, that's the first time I've thought about Rachel Stevens in forever. Remember her out <laughs> well, with, God, uh, I, my S Club. That was, good. that was a good song, though. No, I don't think it was. Uh, so, LAX constructed in 1928. Right. It was, it was called something else, but I can't have something feels... All I've, right, no, okay. I've no, I've no, I've no looked this up, but I remember because I always, it's obviously it's, they changed the name of it to LAX because of the alien that needed a third That's letter. Right. So I got X, but it was called something else. I'll find out, but it was definitely like a a, a fields. So it must have been obviously okay. over some fields. French <laughs> French fields, strawberry fields forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Delroy Lindo, right. Delroy Lindo is one cool cat, man. He really is, isn't he? I love him. Fantastic. He's so good. He's so fucking smooth and so cool. He's, he's and so he's good. one of the better things in this. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And gone in 60 seconds, exact same thing. He was, oh, he was really he good. Is he gone in 60 seconds? I always forget about that. Uh, is, he, is he the bad guy in gone in 60 seconds? No, he's a cop. He's yes. a cop that's, that's chasing him. I I, I'd argue he's the bad guy then, isn't he? Well, I... Because you're I, meant I, to, you're meant meant to be the bad thing, yeah. Well, I support anybody unless they've got a Scientologist member as a as a part of their gang. Was Who his was brother, that? His brother? Is he not a Scientologist? Whose brother? 
So see in the film? Yeah. His brother that's in trouble. He's a well-known yeah. actor. He was in Friends, but apparently he's a Scientologist. All oh, right. Okay. Jesus. That's a deep pull, mate. Well done. We may need uh, to cut that in case Tom Cruise wants to kick our balls. <laughs> uh, he would, die. mate. He would have to fucking jump up to kick you in the balls. <laughs> no shit, little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you could just put your hand out and he'd run at it, you know, like Tom and Jerry. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Let me at him. Let oh. me at him. James Gandolfini, by the way, with this oh. ratty ponytail Died. and this kind of like. Uh, I'm from Deep South, kind of accent. <laughs> he's really underpinned, and he's really underrated in this. Yeah. I think he's actually all right because I actually start to feel for him towards the end. But uh, he's uh, the stunt man will come again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. God, the first thing I ever seen him in was True Romance, and it blew me away, man. Really blew me away. Oh, that ba- bathroom scene. Jesus Christ. I'm I'm going to send you the list that I keep adding to. By the way, we need we need to do something for the list I keep adding to. And at the top of that list is FX, which we're not fucking doing, apparently. Murder by illusion. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, True Romance. True Romance. Without, fuck, oh, man. man. Definitely get 100 out of that, without a doubt. It's got Vietnam in it. It's got, oh, it's got cartoon. It's got comics in it. It's got yeah, it's got everything. It's got everything. Uh, Gandolfini's character's called Bear. <laughs> that was really right. good. He collects this case and takes it to Delroy outside. Um, we hear the couple from Airplane, by the way. The red zone is for... <laughs> the, the and the white pipe. zone is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the most sensible thing to do. Let's not talk about it. It's a bad time for that <laughs> joke. Bad time for that. Chili and Zim uh, drive into the Strip. Right. Yep. He spent $200,000 of his business partner's money, these guys who own limos, limo. turns out, the characters we've just met, to buy a script. It's going to be my driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Driving Miss Daisy, John. Of course we know as the most fucking white person film that has yeah. ever existed. It's quite long and boring, isn't it? Yeah. Nominated for nine Oscars, won four. Best Picture. Best lead actress for Jessica Tandy. Yeah. How she won for that and not the fucking house being knocked down Little Robots one. I bet it's not including. Spielberg's Zemeckis one. Yeah, she should have Loved won that. that. Uh, best makeup and best screenplay based on an existing property. Mate. It cost $7.5 million to make. Fair bit in. 89 uh grossed 106 million jesus so no wonder he wants to make a a, a kind of version of that money for, for the nothing, script of this film this film by the way is called mr lovejoy and all like <laughs> every time they mention mr lovejoy i'm like ian mcshane ian mcshane <laughs> as an antiquities dealer with yeah yeah. yeah me as well i thought that as well <laughs> He wants Martin Weir. And we see all these posters and books and loads of, like, yep. the work that they've put in to the all the set dressing. Every time he goes somewhere where there's magazines or something, Aye. there's a fucking Martin Weir on the cover of these magazines. Yeah, yeah. And that, the, the, that, the billboard, that, was, that billboard was real. A huge but, billboard. Yeah, was apparently they had to go about and tell all the residents that he hasn't changed his name. Because that, that sort of, it was up in the main oh, strip, so it was an actual right. billboard. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Fantastic. Um, that's a great fact. Well done. That's, my, that's probably going to be my fact. Of the, I don't think I've got anything better than that. I love that. <laughs> I've got Danny DeVito's height, if you want to know that. Oh, I do, yeah. 
He's uh, four feet, four foot eight inches. Man, you mix. I should have had your spade. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, it's 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 the role, as far as I'm concerned. It is the, oh, the single best role. Definitely. How that, the fuck he wasn't nominated? That that and the cab foreman and taxi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ta- taxi's something I need to go back to. I think. Ah, uh, me too. Yeah. I, I watch Cheers all the time, but I never see. Yeah, taxi, same. Try and find Absolutely it. The same. The dad in Matilda's pretty fucking nasty. Aye. Yeah, I'm yeah. big, you're small. Except you're not big, are you? Yeah, yeah. You're not big. You're fucking four foot eight. We've just learnt that. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Uh, Chili's half reading the script. Um, <laughs> he plans to intimidate the limo guys. Now, I liked this bit as well. So, I know I said at the top, I didn't like it, but there's so many little bits of this I really liked. I know you fucking hated it. I know you did, because uh, just... you've said, right? But there's so many little bits in this where I'm like, this this little bit's clever. I like this little bit. And he says, I'm going to take control. We'll do the blinds so they can't see me. I'm going to sit in your chair. You don't say anything. Anything, yeah. Don't say a thing, right? Yep. He says, I'll do all the talking. And when they come in, it's like, who the fuck are you? And he doesn't say anything. Like, he's saying absolutely nothing Mm because it's an intimidation technique. But Zim can't keep his fucking mouth shut. He can, he can. He He explains this film Freaks that he's taken the money from them on, not the Todd Browning film that actually stars Freaks, which is a fucking brilliant film, by the way. (laughs) I've seen it years ago. Yeah, or not the film Freaked, starring uh, Mr. T and uh, the guy that is Bill out of Bill and Ted. Alex Winters. Oh you seen yeah, that one? yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. crashes. He's the pretty boy, and he crashes. Yeah, yeah. This thing has a freaky face. That's right. Sorry, Dad. Something about that. Maybe we should go back have a look that. at that again. Yeah. Um, and he fucks up big style. To Zim, he basically says, "Look, you know, I'm putting instead of I'm putting it off for a year, he says I'm putting it off for a few months." Mm-hmm. And then he says, so I can do this other film, this Mr. Lovejoy film. And he's got the script in his hand. And, yeah. and it just he, he just gives everything away. Anyway, Chili takes control. And he's like, I'm who the fuck are you? I'm the one telling you uh, how it is. Mm-hmm. And Brent Pitch tells me to fuck off, didn't he? And, but um, Zim's like, oh, don't, don't, yeah. don't rock the boat, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much don't rock the boat. Yeah, he's not having any of it. He goes against everything he said. <laughs> the line from uh, the line from Bo from Delroy's character is, "I've seen better film on teeth," <laughs> that was good. which is wow. Chili calls to- Tom at home, who explains Ray Bones is looking for him. Uh, he goes to Karen's. Oh, Karen comes in this wig, <laughs> this blonde wig, mm-hmm. uh, and. He- she says, what are you doing in my house? He says, I'm here to apologize for breaking in. So you broke in again to apologize for breaking in. It's like, no, the, uh, the, the, the window your, was open. Uh, you left your patio open patio again. Door open. Yeah, that's right. Um, she was married to Martin Weir, Danny DeVito's character. And Harry wants her to help get Martin on board for Mr. Lovejoy. Mm-hmm. We go back to Miami, the dry cleaner's wife's house. Um, and, Bones is here for his money. He just punches her in the face, the face and he just exactly knocks her to the ground. What a <laughs> bastard. It's a friends don't hit each other unless they have to. We're going to be friends. Uh, Leo is the husband in his hotel room discussing with Chili that Bones will take his money and kill him. Uh, Chili's taking the money, the 300 grand, 
from the airline and the mm-hmm. and ten k that he's got left at eighteen percent interest as a loan. And I've written here that sounds really fair. Yeah, that sounds fantastically fair. And he's like, well, what about me? Just whatever you've got in your hand there, you get to keep that. Chili heads to Harry's office, where Bo's there reading Mister Lovejoy. He knows it's good and he wants in. They have a conversation about stars. Chili wants Harvey Keitel in the role. Uh, he liked him in Fingers, which I've never seen. Never. Delroy wants Morgan Freeman. Is that a real? Is that a real film? I didn't look up Fingers to see if it was a real film. You're doing a quick Google doing search that, now. I can right see. Now. While I have to point out that this film is of a time <gasps> because he says Morgan Freeman, but he's a coloured guy, and my <laughs> ass dropped out because I thought I'm going to have to say coloured guy on my podcast, right? Yeah, it's, Big, it's a thing. massive Sorry. fucking oof. Oh, fingers. fingers. Is yep, it's um, yeah, it's 1978. All right, okay. Jesus. Never. Harvey Keitel, though, he's good, isn't he? Yeah, it's got. Except in those fucking it? adverts, direct line adverts. Uh, oh God, Bush. yeah. Jeez, he's about yeah. 90 now. I think funny the one of the first things I seen him in was a, a film about they were in space, like a robot. was trying to say it was like a robot gone wrong, and it was quite graphic. But then uh, the bad lieutenant. Jeez. Oh man, the bad lieutenant's good. That's grim, isn't it? Your, yeah. your, wing, your wing mirrors out. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> That's a film I never have to watch again. Nah, I'm, I'm the same. I've, I've, nah, I watched it once and I couldn't, I couldn't do it again. Uh, they talk about how easy it is to write a script. Um, <laughs> Bo's line here: I once saw a script. Not one of the words was, words was spelt right, and there weren't any commas at all. <laughs> Chili says. <laughs> If I need a ride sometime, I'll give you a call. Aye, <laughs> much it would be t- aye. Uh, what a brush off. Yeah. He's at the cinema watching A Touch of Evil. Right. Now, A Touch of Evil, 1958, directed and starring Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Yep. Uh, with a very, very unfortunate, now not very well done, Charlton Heston as a Mexican, kind of tanned <laughs> up as a Mexican. Yeah. I mean, this. This film makes some fucking choices that you wouldn't make today, doesn't no, it? No, this God, no. This film puts no, things no. and terms and lines in that you wouldn't say. Now, Karen comes in and sits kind of behind him. All the while through, he's yes. fucking reciting lines from the lines film. Lines from the film, yeah. All the way through. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, John, and dear listeners, I'd, I would have had it out with him. I would have pulled him up on it and gone, hey, shut Oi, up. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're all but... here to watch the fucking film. Yeah, we've all seen it hundred times. You shut up. I'm not paying three quid but to listen about... to you twat But Gene Hackman says it was one of the most enthralling pieces of a film he'd ever seen. I'm like, what? What? Gene Hackman he, said he that was, of that part He was captivated by that, that whole scene. I'm like, nah. Fucking hell, man. Nah, maybe, mate. He maybe he shouldn't have left it until 2004 <laughs> to retire. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <sighs> Oh, oh, just that bit wound me up. That bit wound me up. I get it. He likes classic films. Yeah, but you don't need to do that. And and there's a couple of bits where you're like, because we love film, don't we? Mm. That's what we, we don't know a lot about film. Hollywood would fucking eat us up, right? I don't don't need to re-say everything. No, do you fuck? I mean, okay, maybe Shaun of the Dead, but that's. (laughs) But that's a given. That is a given. Absolutely. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I've got written here, inconsiderate fucking nerd. <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't call Spoilers. him Spoilers! <laughs> I know your face. 
Karen likes the script. Chili still hasn't read it, and that's kind of a, a running gag throughout. Chili hasn't read it properly. Yeah. Um, she wants to produce. Chili thinks film producing is no different to what he does now, what he calls the money business. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Yeah, yeah, fucking asshole. Right. We're back at LAX. Uh, this character, Yayo, whatever he's called, because they change his name oh, all the God, way yeah, through. Bo calls him Yo-Yo at some no, point. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's sweating looking at this locker, stressing that everyone's DEA, doesn't he? Yeah. He runs off to Delroy's place, which is lush, by the way. Yeah, oh, there's, no, it's, it's, it's tacky, but I, I think it's of its time. Yeah, massive balcony. Absolutely love it. He threatens Delroy that he'll grass him up if he's caught. Mm-hmm. To which Bo comes out and shoots him off the balcony. Yeah. Where he falls to death. It looked really good. And again, it, Chili mentions it later on when he comes to the place. He's like, oh, these houses on stilts are amazing. Mm. And like, I would not want to live in a house on a stilt. No, nah, I but it was, it was a thing back in the sort of 80s and 90s, wasn't it? It's still these, a thing. It's still a thing, yeah. Because there's so little fucking available space mm-hmm. on the on the hills. There's houses in them hills. He says, maybe we could get Chili Palmer up here. You could loosen up the railing like they do in the movies. <laughs> Del wants to take Chili out and take his place producing the flick. Yep. Chili meets Karen at Martin Weir's house, which, according to his map of the stars, is across the road from George Hamilton's house. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, that's a bit of a time. Yeah. George Hamilton died in, like, 2005. Do you know what, John? George Hamilton's still alive. <laughs> yeah, but I bet he is. Was it Love at Comedy. First Night or something? I think this one is like a, a comedy. I have written here. Vampire. Where do you know him from? I bet it's not Love at First Bite. Love at First Bite, Yeah, I was. And I bet it. He was my, one of my favourite vampires until exactly right. ones. until vamp, vampire in Brooklyn. Oh God, I Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Man, where did it all go wrong for Eddie Murphy? Hmm, boomerang. You, do you know what? You are absolutely right. It was Boomerang. It's a real shame. Mm-hmm. It's a real shame. Um, George Hamilton, right? As I said, 82, and still just about alive. It's because he's preserved in mahogany, I think. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, he's got the <laughs> David Dickinson mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> he had an affair and lost his virginity to his stepmom when he was 12. Bloody hell. What the f- I mean, that's a Pornhub fucking tab of its own, isn't it? I know, half I. That sounds like bloody face with the, the A-team's background, doesn't it? I'm sure what? that some members in it, I'm sure that he says, there was, there was an interview, what's his name? Starbuck, uh, yeah. Aye, Starbuck. <laughs> yeah, he's mentioned something when he was younger. Ex-Benedict. Ex- <laughs> um, he was on cruise ships when he was younger and was around older people, so I think he lost his virginity an older lady. Oh, Gilfin Hill, good lad. Starbuck. You lucky bastard. Uh, He was given a star on the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2009. Good. Well deserved. Not Dirt Benedict. Although I assume Dirt Benedict will will have a star somewhere. Blackpool? I'll get one. Yeah? That uh, that bit outside the barras? (laughs) Oh, that's only musicians, isn't it? (laughs) Bet everybody will be just sitting on it and they'll be like, oh, sat on this, uh, sat in Starbucks face. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of A, don't want a job on Starbucks face. Doesn't really work. <laughs> As they arrive at Martin's place, this character, Nikki, who's, I say this character, Nikki, she's not a character. She's got like fucking yeah. two lines, the whole thing. Um, she, she knows Chili because he was the only 
one of Momo's guys who didn't hit on her when she was dancing at the club. Oh, he's got a heart of gold, this fucking loan shark, hasn't he? He really is, hasn't he? Okay. Uh, Martin, Danny DeVito. Um, it's the least Danny DeVito I think we've ever seen. Yeah. I don't think of Danny DeVito as this kind of fair, decent, I say decent, kind of decent character. Mm-hmm. You usually expect him as one of these characters living on the fucking outskirts of sanity and, you know, the 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 little bastard in Romance in the Stone. Yeah, just that little The lawyer in... No. What's the other Kathleen Turner movie? Oh. Michael Douglas. The... Well, look, wasn't it? No, Roses. War of the Roses. Oh, what are Might not be Kathleen Turner, but it's definitely Michael Douglas. Right. Yeah, War of the Roses. He's a shifty fucking guy in that. And mm. and this this he's he's very well pronounced. He's very well, you know, very well done. So the character John is based on. Do you know who? Not a clue. Oh, Dustin Hoffman. What? Ah, it's maybe the short thing. I the, don't accident, know. the accidental hero. <laughs> I mean, it's not where I would have gone with it. Don't <laughs> stop me, Smee. Don't stop me, Smee. Stop me, Smee. <laughs> it's my personal favourite. It's a beautiful. Uh... <laughs> I'm it's walking to... here. <laughs> I went there. Yeah. I went there. <laughs> I'm dying of AIDS here, or whatever happens at the end of that film. I don't really know. Uh, Chili explains to Martin he loves him as an actor, and Martin explains basically that he's method. He says, "I am Italian, but I grew up in Tanzania." Like, what the <laughs> fuck is Tanzania if it's a real thing? Turns out it's in the San Fernando Valley in LA. All right, okay. Yeah. And the reason it's called Tarzania, you'll like this, is it's named after Tarzan because it's sited on Edgar Rice Burroughs' former ranch, which I thought well, was pretty cool. Tarzani, they went to Zany for Tarzan there, didn't they? <laughs> they certainly did, yeah. Uh, and he gets into it. He's basically getting into your people's heads, so I can, you know, I can know what things are. Um, he says, "Right, so now you're a Shylock in this film." He takes it literally and starts doing like, like I, really kind I of anti-Semitic it. face. I'm I, like, Ooh, "Stop that! Stop that! <laughs> stop it!" Um, <laughs> Chili asks him to, to to basically, you know, make out he's angry, and he's like, "Are you sleepy? Do you need to lie down?" <laughs> so uh, the, you're squinting. Do you need glasses? <laughs> He's not a great actor at all. But then he explains the perp is nothing to him. It's just a name in a book. Uh, and Martin Weir does the does the face. He's like, damn, that's why you're Martin Weir. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Bear and Delroy are at dinner with Harry, putting pressure on. They're obviously following Harry. They know where he is. Mm. Putting some pressure on. Uh, Bo offers him 500 grand for Mr. Lovejoy to get rid of Chili. We're flipping back to Martin and he explains he liked Mr. Lovejoy and he wants to organise a meet with his agent. He wants a shot of the Cadillac minivan as well though. Yeah, He's so really he delighted when the like the, the oh, door opens up, automatically. automatically. Yeah, that's pretty cool <laughs> actually. <laughs> uh, Bo explains 500k is in a locker C18 at LAX and I'm like, ah, okay. We're back to that thing. He suggests to get Chili to go and get it. Mm-hmm. Prick. Uh, Chili enters with Karen and sees Harry and Bear. And Bo, Delroy introduces Bear as a stuntman and champion weightlifter. <laughs> <laughs> Chili grabs him by the balls and th- hoys him down the stairs. Yeah. What does this mean? That was pretty good for a guy his size. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I like that. 
<laughs> I like to see because you you know, listeners, you know, on this show we love proper films and, and proper acting. Fuck your green screens. I know you, I know certain instances you've got to have your green screens. Yeah, but no um, necessity. But you want you want to see a man on fire. You want to see a man getting hoid down some fucking stairs. stairs. Yeah, definitely. Or getting shot off of a. Uh, Getting shot off of the top of a saloon, don't you? In the, in the exactly. hay bale. Exactly. What right, right into the sponges hay bale you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harry explains to Chili about the money at the airport. Chili says it's a setup. Uh, he d- doesn't want Leo's money because Ray Bones will be all over him for it. That night at Harry's, Harry's mm-hmm. alone, and Doris comes in. Yeah. Now, underused Bet Midler. Yeah, I, right. I kind of believe she wasn't used more. Yeah. She's in this fur coat, and she's the widow of Murray, the guy that wrote Mr. Lovejoy. Mm-hmm. She's lonely. She misses him since he died. Yeah. She opens this fur coat, and I've got to put it out there. That's some figure for Ms. Mittler. Oh, Ms. Yeah, Mittler? Yeah. That's some Ms. figure Middle. for Ms. Bette Mittler. Yeah. Oh, that dirty hocus pocus. <laughs> no, and that was what I was going to ask you. What was the last thing you saw her in? Bearing in mind she's going to be in this new Hocus Pocus film. Uh, Straight to Disney Plus, by the way. God, the last thing I saw... Oh, God, I can't remember. I'm going to tell I'm you the last thing people. I... <laughs> 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 nice. uh, scenes from a mall. Um, no, the last thing I definitely saw her in was this fucking kids' family movie thing with Billy Crystal, where they were the grandparents to something like five kids. Oh, Daddy Day. No, Daddy Day. Okay, but something it's like that. that kind of thing. Yeah, I've seen that in the lines up skateboarding like, with Tony Hawk and all not... that. I'm like, mm. How tough can money be from the woman who sang The Rose? I know, I know. Do you know what I mean? Money can't, be, money can't be oh, that I'm tough. sure she was in one of the Fockers movies, wasn't she? Meet the Fockers? Oh, I'm positive she, she no, was you thinking Barbara Dustin, Streisand? With Dustin Hoffman. Barbara Streisand. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, and her clone dogs and her underground shopping mall. She explains that she's been speaking to a nice young executive at Paramount and they've offered 500 grand. But because she likes Harry, she's going to give him till Friday to pay up. Mm. All I could think was, I'll get you, Midler! <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Midler! <laughs> At Ray Bones, he's on the can reading Martin Weir's autobiography. <laughs> oh, yes. Did you see the name of the autobiography, by the way? No. Weird Tales. It was oh. Weir with a D, Tales. Nice. Which I thought was really good. Um, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. By the way, John, on the back of that, I got a quiz for you. Go for that. So these are six of what I consider the best titles of autobiographies I could find on the internet. Mate. Some are simple. A couple of them are hard as fuck. I don't expect you to get. But you right. got the chance to get us six things here. So don't fuck up, boy. Okay. <laughs> no pressure then. Number one, we'll start you off easy. Don't hassle the Hoff. I'm thinking that is either Peter Stringfellow or David Hasselhoff. <laughs> it's David Hasselhoff, ah. correct. <laughs> Number two, one of my least favourite titles for a, a book. My Bookie Wook. Willow. <laughs> Little Willow? No, what's his name? Warwick, Warwick Davis? Davis? <laughs> no. Oh, it's me, Russell Brand. Oh, oh. God blimey, it's my bookie walk, you fucking pricks. Uh, I shagged Manuel's daughter. Aye, <laughs> Remember that? Oh, we didn't get cancelled for that, I don't know. Uh, right, this one's a stand-up comedian, but probably better known as an actor. 
I own this. It's a great book. Born Standing Up. Born Standing Up. The choice of films. He was in one of the films that we could have been doing. Instead, we're doing Get Shorty. You're pulling upper class top of the year face there. (laughs) You don't know? No, I don't know. Steve Martin. Ah, Steve Martin. Big fan. Now, I'm going to spell this one for you. This will give it away. It's called storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. And it's spelt S-T-R-O-I, storytelling, T-E-L-L-I-N-G. And the clue is in the name. Story, S-T-R-O-I, telling. Taylor Swift. (laughs) Mate, storytelling. Tory spelling. spelling. Yeah, yeah. I got it. (laughs) didn't get it at the last. Well done. Um, (laughs) It's not about the bike. Who might be famous for his bike? Evil can evil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's even better. That's even better. No, no, it's not. It's Lance Armstrong. You're right, Lance. It isn't about the bike. It's about all those fucking enhancing drugs you put in you, you prick. Yeah, and finally, <laughs> mate, I, 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 because I make the rules on this podcast, and it's it's just for fun. Hmm. I am going to give us ten things if you get this. Right, ten okay. things. So this could be make or break. The autobiography is called "Brothers Be Like George Ain't All That Funkin' Hard on You." One more time for the listeners at home. Brothers Be Like George Ain't That Funking Kind of Hard on You. So it's George and Funking are the clues. George Harrison? Oh, you know what? You're kind of close, but you're a mile off. George Clinton. Oh, fuck's Clinton. Sake. So, yeah, sadly, that would have... Uh, that would have. I mean, we're still getting fuck all from this, but that would have been fun. Uh, so, well done, God. You got... Uh, <laughs> you Who got the hell is George Clinton? George Clinton, the uh, funk, uh, Funkasaurus guy. It's like funky... Did yeah, you, you, you know him if you hear him. Aye. It does okay. a lot of kind of funky tunes, beats, 70s. Still <laughs> doing it, still alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, pretty much. Porn, porn like the, music. Like the end of Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a famous George Clinton thing. <laughs> and that McDonald's bit. Bo, 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 bo. <laughs> oh no, that was a million dollars to Justin. So Ray Bones is on the can reading Weir's autobiography, which is a better title than my bookie wook, right? Uh, the phone rings and it's Harry explaining Chili has the 300k and alerting him to where he is. Yep. Yeah, Chili's yeah. at LAX. He pays this kid 10 bucks to put the book in the bag and the the bag uh, and, in and C-17. Yep. Which contains Martin Weir's book. Later, Chili goes to C-18 and he's being watched by these DEA agents, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Before heading next to it to C-17 and collecting his bag, the feds grab him. Ray Bones comes into town, and he's just a prick to the guy in the limo. <laughs> do, you gets to, do you want to go to the beach, didn't he? He's like, I'm from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talked to me about the fucking beach. <laughs> Chili gets let off. He said, if I were you, I'd get the... I'd get the guy for the security to open up all the lockers for you, and then you'll find it. I'd also get the right guy next time. And I was mm. like, it's fucking good part of that, <laughs> you smug prick. Uh, back at his car, Bear's there. He wants the key back. 
And Chili's like, look, it didn't work out for you. You want the key back. You're not getting it. He kicks him, gets him in the fucking thorax or whatever, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, incapacitates him. He says, tell your boss, I don't want to see him again. Uh, Chili helps him up. He says, you all right? Because he's a nice guy. And he's heart of gold. Break your legs, heart of gold. Mm-hmm. It's like Cockneys, aren't they? Oh, they love Aye. their mums. <laughs> uh, Chili wants to hear all his stories from Bear. Because, you know, if it hadn't been made made a point of yet, he fucking loves films, and that's all Aye. you need to get ahead in like, films. What, what, which film? Do you know what I've noticed as well? This is out of the blue. He smokes exactly like he smokes in Face Off. Lifts his arm up, his elbow. So when he's yeah. smoking, he lifts his elbow up, and I don't, I don't really get that. Is that is weird. He must, that, he must give him repetitive strain. Oh, must he doesn't even smoke it. He just does that whole, blows it straight back. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> at Zim's, Ray Bones is here to talk. <laughs> so we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, we move on to Bo at the limo place, and Yaya's mm. uncle, Mr. Escobar, who again, it's not a fucking character. Comes in, he's checking up to find out where Yaya is. He wants his money. Ah, uh, he doesn't says, care where the boy is, he just wants some money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a little simple. He's my sister's boy, he's a little simple. Uh, he says, Oh, I gave him the key for the locker. And he says, Look, I'm going to spend, me and the boys are going to spend the weekend at Universal Sheraton. We're going to do the tour, see the shark. <laughs> oh, aye. yeah. The shark, yeah. Do the, the Miami Vice action spectacular. The Miami that? Vice which action spectacular. Which is Tell actually a thing. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a Universal Studio tour, which ran from 1987 to 1995, in which you could go and see all the, 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 the sets and stuff like that for Miami Vice. Did this like, film like Jaws? kill it? Like Jaws? Yeah, the Jaws thing uh, closed, John. I I seen the last Opened tour. Opened in nineteen ninety, closed in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, I seen I seen the last somebody done the last camcorder. It looked bloody amazing as well. But uh, it's. I hoped you could still go with that. I also I think they they got rid of it to replace it with Harry Potter. Fuck them. <sighs> oh, actually, John, I, uh, I I didn't book us in the end. But if you do want to stay at the uh, Sheraton Universal Hotel, uh, the eleventh to the twelfth of July which as this comes out will be about that time. Uh, 279 quid for a double room. Don't know where Kirsty's going to sleep, but we've got a bed each, so we're all right. She'll just sleep in my glasses case. <laughs> oh, she's a wee. She's tiny. <laughs> after they come back, after the weekend, he wants his money and he wants you. Mm-hmm. Turns out they're skint. They don't have the money. All the money is in the movie. Mm-hmm. So Harry's trying to convince Raybones to invest. <laughs> Raybones twats him with this rotary phone, which we discovered in Equilibrium. So that took away some yeah. of the facts. Uh, the other guy from the limo place, this guy Ronnie, who's only got like two lines, walks in on them. And this is the WAP9, the Fiat of guns. Yeah, the Fiat. Like, <laughs> again, maybe not. Uh, Ray shoots him dead, doesn't he? Yeah. At Karen's, Chili and Karen are talking about the title. Uh, and he's like, how about Get Shorty? Hooray! Title of the film. You love it. You uh, love and it. she's like, no, I've got a better idea for film. How about Chili's Adventures or something? God. What the fuck is wrong I with know. you? There's a reason you're an actor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal Chili. <laughs> Ned's five alarm. Five, five alarm Chili. <laughs> um, He's added a girl, looks a lot like her. They kiss and the rest, and then they're in bed. Yep. Uh, they get woken up or they get called in to the hospital with Doris. Harry's got a broken jaw, 
neck trauma. Uh, they're about to wire his jaw shut, which sounds very painful. Yeah, really does, doesn't it? Yeah. At Bo's, Bear and Bo are discussing the next job. Bear's quitting. He's out. But Bo explains he'll do a plea deal if he's caught, and he'll see that Bo Bear goes down. Bear won't get to see his daughter, who's kind of this yeah, kind of bit of character. a fucking She's thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bear says it's his last job, and he'll do it. Chilly Karen and a beat-up Harry, who's basically got both of his arms in plaster. He's got his neck in a brace. They go and meet Martin at the Ivy. He's bought a people carrier. He gets out this people carrier. So he does. He orders an egg white omelette with shallots. I think he means shallots. I know. I was going to say that. I was like, you little... Shallots. Shallots. And strawberry frappes. And they take the menus off them. I'm like, that's not dinner. <laughs> they look gutted, don't they? No. Uh, oh, and bring an omelette for the table. <laughs> we'll pick at it. <laughs> well, you know, that's the one thing you don't pick at is I an omelette. Like, when stew, it's anybody else's omelette. <laughs> Martin pla- Martin's got plans for a romantic story in the film. I think he's conflated Mr. Lovejoy forget Shorty. Yeah. Hasn't he? He's got really got them confused. And then, like, nothing. He's away. He's like, oh, sorry, I've got to go somewhere. And he's away. Leaves his, leaves his omelets. Oh, those omelets look rank, by the way. I know, but food waste. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd still eat them. No food waste. But <laughs> they've got to pay for them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, that night at Karen's, the TV's on. It wakes her and Chili up. He's heading downstairs. Oh, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not Letterman again. Oh, yeah. It's Rio Bravo. Bravo, yeah. Rio Bravo, 1959, directed by Howard Hawks, uh, starring John Wayne, Dean Martin, and Ricky Nelson. Not to be confused with Ricky Martin. Upside, inside out. Live la vida loca. Ricky! Ricky! (laughs) Ricky! He goes downstairs and it's Bo. He wants the 300k, pulls out a gun. Karen spots it, screams. He gets distracted and shoots a lamp. Oh, my God. He's killing lamps. Uh, next, he's got Karen. Chili says, he'll get the money. And Bo says, bring it to my address. I'm mm-hmm. taking Karen with me. At Bo's, Chili shows up, gives Bo the money, and asks him to leave the films to him. Bo pulls a gun on him. Uh, Bear kicks Chili, doesn't he, a few times. He's like, get him off my carpet. Don't let him bleed on yeah. my carpet. He fucking <laughs> loves this Loves this carpet. Uh, throws him to the floor on the balcony. Um, Bo grabs Chili, pulling him against the kind of the balcony, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bear kicks him where it breaks the top of the balcony bit. Mm-hmm. Bo goes over. So does Chili. But Bear saves Chili, which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, Bear grabs but... Chili and saves yeah, yeah. him. But Bo's done for. Yep, it turns brilliant. out Bo had interfered with the uh with the thing just as Oh yeah. Yeah, Bear yeah, Bear had, had basically un- undone all the screws and that right. and all the nuts but, and things. But this is about that really annoys me. So he's obviously fell over. He's showed them all the nuts and bolts and then just yeah. throws them over. I'm like, hang on a second. Incriminating evidence. Exactly. So there's yeah. evidence and you've got your fingerprints all over them. Yeah, that's right. Chili heads to his hotel room where Ray Bones is waiting for him. Yep. He grabs the C18 key from Chili. Bones heads to the airport, heads to the locker, and he's about to get pinched. And he turns around. Who is it? 
There's the bad lieutenant himself. It's Harvey Keitel. It's a movie. <laughs> and it's the end of yeah. this. And you're kind of like, okay. Yeah, Keitel mm. works in that role. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what else have I got? Oh, Touch of Evil added to the National Film Registry in 1993. We've done George Hamilton. We've done Letterman. We've done Marcus. Uh, Barry Sonnenfeld, director, um, looks like a bank manager. <laughs> He's a, originally worked as cinematographer for the, for the Coen brothers. Should have stuck right. to it. Uh, directed Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values, as we discussed before, Men in Black 1, 2, and 3. And Wiki Wah Wah West, Jim West, Desperado. Don't want right. none of that fucking piece of shit. What a bad film that was. Uh, last film was Nine Lives in 2016. Never seen it. Don't even know who's in it. No, never seen that. In 99, he was unhurt in a plane crash, unfortunately, at Van Nuys uh, when his business jet veered off the runway and crashed into five parked planes. I assume it was being driven at the, being flown at the time by Harrison Ford. Get off my plane! <laughs> <laughs> Get off my plane in Van Nuys! And, John, that is literally everything I have. We've got so little here. Right, so I've got right, but just going back to one we're talking about. The first time film I've seen Harvard Eternal is a film called Saturn Three. Oh, got, Saturn Three, yeah. And I've yeah. watched it. Kurt Douglas Harvard Eternal is basically about two lovers stationed at a remote base in an asteroid field um, in Saturn, and basically somebody comes to me, selling this droid, and it just starts going crazy. Good episode of Vintage Video on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so what have I got? Uh, I have got. Oh, they mentioned. Uh, Wonderland Avenue, and I remember hearing Wonderland Avenue before, but apparently there was a gangland murder in Wonderland Avenue. Oh, right. There was a robbery, uh, and unknown number of unidentified men entered the Wonderland Avenue townhouse and bludgeoned to death Linus DeVille Miller and Barbara Richardson. So mm. uh, it's a place of many murders. Not uh, to be confused with the Electric Avenue. But Boogaloo. <laughs> Uh, the guns that were used were, you've got uh, Desert Eagle, mm-hmm. there was a Coat Detective Special, Smith & Western Model 67, and a Smith & Western Model 686. Okay. Find. And a, oh, producer, a producer is the person responsible for finding, launching projects, arranging film f- uh, finances, hiring scriptwriters, directors, and key members of the creative team. So that's what our producer Lovely does. work. Okay. Is that us? I'm out. I'm out. Good. You're spent. How many do you think we got? 53? 54? 70? Higher. 78? 79. Ooh, I'm Which is uh, 10 more than we got last week. I'm actually quite surprised at that. I am astonished by that. Things about (laughs) filmmaking, I guess. Uh, Right, so... Uh, of course, if you want to find us on the Twitters, Instagrams, uh, all of the different internet places, we are all over the shop at 100 Things Film because I managed to get that fucking sorted a couple yeah, of Yeah, you did. Uh, if you would like to donate a pound a month or more, you can donate more. We have got other, we've got people that have started donating more. People have upped their pledges, which I could not be happier with. So <laughs> a pound is the entry level. You can give us more if you want on our give us a quid tier. The give us a quid tier will allow you a shout out at the end of every episode, as well as a chance to pick a film. A minimum one a month. Uh, we've done two this month. 
We've got mm. one coming up. It looks like, unless somebody can change uh, their votes in the next... Uh, as this goes live, it'll all have been decided. But in the next two hours <laughs> from recording, it looks like it's going to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is our second <laughs> film about film making. And that will be later in the month. But you also get a fantastic shout out from me. So thank you to the following people. The wonderful Emily Vint, who helps uh, me and John get access to the films that we are looking for on a regular basis. Her and Andrew are fantastic, wonderful human beings and uh, amazing Ouija's, by the way. John, you'll love them both. Every Ouija is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nigel Davies, who is a regular listener, lovely guy, listens pretty much day one every week uh so we like nigel he is the owner uh of uh of an online shop called wonder emporium where if you're looking for miniatures you can buy them there he's a very talented man a lot of fun uh dan dan belson he's not seen any films but he's been on this podcast <laughs> we like dan a lot uh aaron z1 podcast aaron we really like your podcast it's great it's a drama talking about uh zombies happening it's a, basically an audio drama about zombies in a little town dan Seth. Uh, Joe Higgins, you know him. He's everywhere. He's like me, uh, but uh, not quite everywhere. Uh, he, he does greatness yeah, wrapped in a human being. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a lovely, fantastic guy. Uh, hallmark of greatness. Uh, damn it, Vince. He's a great, great guy. Uh, Punk, what the fuck do you want? I want to give you a quid. Thanks very much, Punk. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, Saz McLaren, she's a wonderful human being too. We love her very much. Uh, Andy Goodwin, uh is biggie uh Stu baker is stig and mike is gadget they are the modern escapism boys fantastic podcast should, should you be telling people who the stig actually really is who <laughs> the stig yeah yeah i should uh, <laughs> but they're also they also do a brilliant scorch sheep D run through uh, so go and listen to that. Uh, also, if you want to hear more of Gadget, you'll get him DMing for me, Joe, Punk, and Dean from What the Fuck Do You Want uh, in the next couple of weeks when I get my shit together. Uh, we've got Mono and Kira. Oh, those guys have got COVID at the minute. They're from oh, Mono Rants. Uh, right. Hopefully that doesn't uh, that doesn't delay them in getting their final episode of Mono Rants, The Boys, where they're talking about the last episode of The Boys. Ian Graham, you know him. He's a Geordie. <laughs> He'll kill me for that. He's a Mackham. Uh, and he is of Cult Connections. Uh, Gavin McGill is walking uh, 25 miles for Kilt Walk. You will get him at, at GavFFC on Twitter. Give him a quid as well. As us, Gavin Belson, Dan Belson's brother. They do be here with Belson podcast. Uh, two brothers that just argue all the time. That's I your favorite re- podcast, just, isn't it? I just realized Dan parted with some money then, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, I always make out that Gavin's the nice one, but it's true. Gavin is the nice one. He really is. <laughs> but Dan, Dan, Dan's all right as well. Yeah. Uh, Josh Wilson, for, uh, super familiar with the Wilsons, has upped his pledge this week to give us more money. So uh, the rest oh. of you, you're miles behind. Josh has given us more money. Uh, I, I think because American money's monopoly money. Is oh, lo- love you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel Plant, you know her. She's my wife. She lives here. She has to give me money. Uh, otherwise, I'll stop feeding the cat in the morning. Um, and Phil Farish, we all know him. Lovely guy. First yeah. person to uh, sign up to our Patreon. Uh, doesn't have anything for us to hawk. Just a nice guy. Yeah, genuinely. 
I need to find a way of streamlining that. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on that. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to write gonna, a script. I'm, I'm going to write a script to change it. Everybody. Copy and paste the end of that onto the next. Yeah, week. I think. No, I'm not going to do that. I told them I'd do something different every week. So I will do something every week. I'm going to start calling people names next week. Okay. Uh, yes, but they got the chance to choose. Get shorty. Thanks a bunch, you fucking pricks. Uh, <laughs> and uh, by the end of the month, we'll be doing another one of those. You're also going to hear Stig soon because he's coming on to talk about a film. But next week, John, we've already got planned what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, we're doing. Back in the 90s, what we're doing. Yeah, we're back in the 90s and we're looking at the faculty. The we're looking faculty. at the faculty. Yeah. Ah, I haven't Some watched the faculty in about six months. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I can go to for me. It's great fun. <laughs> so we'll do that. Uh, do you want to say goodbye to the lovely people, Patreons? Goodbye, and lovely people. Don't pay for it. Well, goodbye. Well, goodbye, paying guests and unpaying guests. <laughs> but we enjoyed it. Yeah. And you know what? If you're not paying us a quid, I know times are hard. I know times are difficult, but get your fucking hand in your pocket. Our podcast <laughs> to run. Come on. Hand I know. in your pocket. We do the same for you, unless you're film floggers, then you can get fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for now, he's been John, I've been Planty, and this has been 79 things we learned from the, not as bad as I thought it was, but John fucking hated it. Get shorty. <laughs> See ya. See you guys.